Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game. It is 2.30 in the morning or late Monday night, early Tuesday morning, coming at you with your call sheet review and your talent pool preview. All right, uh, and we'll, we'll jump right into it. Um, I was going to give you a review of Hitman's Bodyguard, but I'll cover that with the hour long later on tonight. It should be a good one. It's the return of the tripod. G Nice and KG, aka the WBW, uh, are in effect. So definitely check that one out. That one should be up Wednesday morning. <clears throat> okay, so let's take let's get right into it. Take a look at some call sheets, see what happened this weekend, this historic weekend. Actually, let's start off with that. Quite the history made this weekend. Uh, check out a place like your Deadline Hollywood. They went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over what truly was a record-setting, uh, you know, uh, opening for it. It was was just bananas. Look at the cl crazed clown cashes in, smashes September genre records, hundred and twenty-three point four million. Look at that creepy ass clown just trounced the competition. No one could hang. It was truly bonkers. Um, and no one really saw it coming. The early estimates were 60, 65, 70 million. And then it did that, I mean, bananas uh, Thursday opening night uh, preview with like 13.5 million, which is large by any measure. And it had just a record-setting weekend. I, I heard it was the largest R-rated opening since uh, Deadpool, at which made like I think 132 million, so it just—I mean, it's bananas, just totally bananas. Uh, I guess it also compiled another 60 million overseas, so yeah, that's not bad. And that's considering that there were like hurricanes killing Florida and Houston, recovering from it. So, um, so even though part of the nation is recovering, people who were dry went out to go see it quite an accomplishment. And as I have stated, ain't no way in hell I'm seeing this movie because I don't do horror or creepy clowns. Okay, so with that in mind, let's get into the feature presentation. Take a look at some of these call sheets that went down this past weekend. Uh, and our winner across the board, even one call sheet of the week, he just did it all, was your boy, the cheese deity. Le Dieu du Fromage, the God of Cheese. Yeah, let's check him out. 377.22 points, just squeaked out by, what's that, two hundredths of a point over your other boy, Michael Volante. And he did it behind a heaping helping of Haslo Como Hombre, which pulled in about 390,000 over the weekend, which was just enough uh, cushion. Well, actually, this was the, a common strategy. You would have a six-pack of Haslows, including the headliner stack of Derbez and Ochman, and then he'd also have then you'd also have a headliner stack of it because that's just good, just good business. I mean, even when you thought it was only going to make 65 or 70 million, it still was far and away going to be the biggest opener of the weekend. So you had to have this headliner stack right here. You might as well, since all the actors cost the same, because ain't nobody heard of them. The irony here is that Atomic Blonde was the difference maker, 
And he used Bill Skarsgård in a nice little piece of symmetry. Bill Skarsgård was, uh, uh, it was the creepy clown in It, and apparently he was in Atomic Blonde as well. So good for him. Anyways, um, actually, I think he played, I can't remember who he played in Atomic Blonde, but wasn't that memorable of a role. Because even though he's a headliner in It, pardon me, it is late, even though he was a headliner in It, um, you know, he's under a lot of makeup and stuff, and you can't quite say that everyone's turning out to see him uh, as Pennywise the Clown. Anyways, uh, and the Emoji movie in limited release was the Derrick or a punt because it was the cheapest, but I thought this is actually a, a quietly brilliant move in Atomic Blonde because I sure wasn't checking for that movie. Yes, it was debuting in platform release the first time this weekend, but I didn't think it had enough life into it. I didn't think it had enough peroxide in its blonde to be a big enough boost. And to his credit, it wasn't even a headliner, just your non-headliner uh, cheap film or cheap actor uh, from Atomic Blonde, 2.90 points. That point zero two was just enough to squeak past your boy, Michael Volante. And he had a, he had an interesting construction because he actually decided he was going to go do a headliner stack of it, and then he decided he was going to do a six pack of Atomic Blonde. So, and he almost got there. He almost got there. He went all non headliners with Atomic Blonde, uh, opted for Michael Sheen to headline Home Again, which actually was the best of the rest. Uh, I don't think there was another actor or movie out there that pulled in 12, 12 points. So that was actually a pretty strong move. Uh, Patrick Stewart at 5,500. He was uh, the punt in the Emoji movie for your De Rigueur limited release type actor. And yeah, he nearly pulled it off. He got oh so close. <laughs> it's, just, it's just quite, it's just subtly amazing how two hundredths of a point. I think that's right. Two hundredths of a point was the difference between. I mean, basically, Michael Volante got second just about everything. He had fifty-three point five zero. I'm sorry, he won fifty-three dollars and fifty cents. And I don't think he played the same call sheet in in the background talent. But that was essentially the difference between doubling his take this weekend. Actually, nearly well, I would say tripling, but it was it was different. It was like a seventy dollar difference between Michael Volante and the God of Cheese, and it came down to point zero two points. Don't ever let anyone tell you that this isn't a game of skill, because just that flip flopping strategy was the difference maker. So, congrats again to the God of Cheese, but also congrats to Michael Volante, fifty three dollars and fifty cents in a free game with nothing to sneeze at. All right, so who came in third? Oh, hello. It was me. It was moi, your boy, your real boy, uh, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft game. And as we covered in our Friday pod, my construction was largely similar. I had it headliner stack, six pack of Haslow, the emoji movie. And where I messed up was I opted to get a headliner in Crown Heights. It was expanding this past weekend, but it did nothing, just nothing at the box office, man. It, did I think ninety seven thousand, which was you know even below the bare minimum. So I took a min score of of one point four zero for my headliner, which 
left me about just under two points shy. Number four. I suppressed a yawn there. There we go. Okoye! Welcome back. He actually tied with Excellent for the fourth spot, for fourth place, the fifth place money. They split that combined money together. Uh, and he had a one, two, three, four, five, six. He had a six-pack six pack of Hoslo, uh, headliner stack of It, Memoir of a Murderer, only on nine screens, and it returned a minimum score. And then also Birth of the Dragon, which performed so poorly in limited release, it got also a minimum score. So 374.84 points. Shared the honors with excellent. Well done, boys. Um, let's get you a bonus one for sixth. Would be the Roan. Just 0 .40 points off that pace in sixth place. Earning fifth place money, of course, because at third place, I was not allowed to win any money. So he had the six-pack of Haslow, the it headliner stack, and he went with a non-headliner in Columbus, tisk tisk, and a headliner from Birth of the Dragon, and, and both those had min scores, so as a non-headliner, he missed out on that extra 0 .40 points that he could have elsewhere gotten. So he had to settle for 1.0 points from Rosalind R. Ross in Columbus. And that was the difference between his, six, between his uh, tying for third and fourth place money and getting fifth place money. But still, very good call sheet, the Roan. Enjoy your monies. Knowing you, you'll take it out $50 at a time. Inside joke. Uh, let's take a look at uh, Cornell Westside real quick. He'll be joining us in the pod later on tonight, which will be going up on Wednesday morning. He had the It headliner stack. He had, oh, um, he had a poo-poo platter of people. He had headliners from Haslow, Tulip Fever, Kidnap, uh, headliner stack from Patty Cakes, and then also Elizabeth Ulster from Wind River, and then also an extra non-headliner from Patty Cakes and a non-headliner from Atomic Blonde. So a little bit scattershot outside of uh, it, but it turns out it wasn't too, too bad. It was good enough for ninth place and just squeaking into Z-Moneys. So well done. We'll talk to you later on tonight. And let's take a look at one more off the beaten path call sheet. Let's take a look at uh, Kiana, our our traveling friend from Cali now over in L.A. Big shouts to Kiana Patton. Uh, and her call sheet, the IT headliner stack. You had to have the IT headliner stack to have a, a snowball's chance in hell this week. Um, she had the headliner stack of Memoir of a Murderer. Did not perform for her. Uh, Steve Coogan, the trip to Spain, just above Min scoring with 1.54 points as, as the headliner. Uh, the big disappointment was 9-11. Uh, that movie in, on 425 screens only did 170,000 at the box office. So good for 2.38 headliner points. Patty Cakes headliner, min score, All Saints headliner stack min score, and Birth of the Dragon headliner min score. So 357.84 points just outside the money. Keep plugging away, Kiana, and you know what? Join the group chat. Lurk a bit. You know, see what you can see. Find what you can find out. 
Uh, okay, so let's move on to this week's call, or this week's talent pool. Uh, oh, as always, so prepared. I always have the wrong talent pools up. Here we go. Let's drag this into frame. Boom, boom, boom. So we have 11 new movies this week. Mother, wide release. American Assassin, wide release. All I See Is You, wide release. The Wild Wedding, platform release. Because of Garcia, platform release. Brad Status, super platform, only on three screens. In Search for Fellini, same thing, only on four screens, platform release. Poster Boys, 50 screens, platform release. That gives us, it's right, eight right there, plus also the additions of Rebel in the Rye in its second weekend, 20, estimating 25 screens in platform release. Also, Beach Rats in its uh, third weekend, fourth weekend, actually, I think, 70 screens estimated expansion platform release. And then Viceroy's House, oh, didn't even order these right. There we go, Viceroy's House, uh, and going to its third weekend, uh, estimating 75 screens, expanding in platform release. So, oh, wow. I'm not sure you guys can hear that. That is my dog next door being alerted to, not my dog, but a dog, the neighbor's dog next door, being alerted to a siren and howling in the middle of the night with it. Yes. This is live. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so might want to look out for so Viceroy's house could be interesting. Platform release a dumpster fire this week. You know everything is nothing seems to be a breakout. No real three Fs to count on this week. Um, also, an equally an equally bad dumpster fire is limited release. Looking at just a one actor punt this week from limited release, I do not have my hopes up high. But we'll see how it all shakes out after Theater Lock, which is Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific time. And wow, this is a real shorty, y'all. This, this is a micropod. That's going to be it for this week. I'm a little tired as well, so we'll shut it down, get this ready and out to the people uh, in the morning. Thanks, everybody, for listening, watching, subscribing, playing the game, cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Play, play, play. The more people, the merrier. Let's give away this free money. Subscribe at iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, or anywhere else you get to find podcasts for absolutely free. All right, everybody. Between now and the next time you see me, it might be a day. Oops, that's not what we're looking for. It might be a day or so. It might be... Uh, well, actually, it should only be a day, damn it, because we're having more and more content coming for you to, in playing this game. So we'll be, we'll see you back here uh, on the uh, listening to the podcast Wednesday morning, bright and early, uh, or earlier if you're uh, if you get your podcast via SoundCloud and what have you. But yes, between now and the next time you listen to us with the tripod, why don't you go see a movie or something?